Hi, I'm Beth Kuehl, your executive coach and host of Breakthroughs, Smart Strategies for Career and Business Growth. Today's episode will discuss how to become persuasive and get your ideas to spread. Let's take a look at the strategies adopted by people who've been successful in getting their ideas to go viral. Many people have great ideas, but let's face it, few bring them to the masses. Too often we give up on our ideas and assume that success is for other people, those who are smarter, more connected, more capable, or financially secure. But the truth is that ideas only get known to the masses when influencers help spread them and when they're properly presented. In today's episode, I'll give you six strategies to help you spread your idea and become more persuasive with your audience. Number one, make it personal. Think of an idea that's connected to something you're emotionally connected to. This often comes about when there's a problem that's affected you or someone you really care about. It could be anything from a problem for business owners, a health issue, to a social issue. The critical point is that the issue that needs to be solved really matters to you and that it ties into the psychological interests of your audience. You're more likely to create a connection with your audience when you tap into an idea that's based on personal needs and shared values. Think of Martin Luther King and how he attracted over 100,000 people to the reflection pool in D.C. to listen to his famous I Have a Dream speech. This was before the internet and before Twitter. King was able to gain a huge following by tapping into the underlying psychology and to the values he shared with his audience. He didn't get people excited to follow his vision by saying he had a plan, but rather he said he had a dream one that they felt personally connected to as well. They could all imagine his dream and share it, and that's how King captivated his audience. Recent studies of hundreds of political canvassers trying to change the minds of California voters show that in order to influence a person to change whom they vote for, the canvassers needed to influence the voters' underlying belief. Each person did this by telling a personal story about how the issue personally affected him or her. For instance, one canvasser shared a personal story about her abortion, and another shared his painful experiences with anti-gay discrimination. The point is, both of these people tugged at the heartstrings of constituents and moved them to change whom they voted for. They did this with a personal story. On the flip side, canvassers who gave only facts and data with no personal story affected no change at all. Number two, target your audience. Nancy Duarte, communications expert and author of Harvard Business Review's Guide to Persuasive Presentations, says the most powerful device known to man is an idea, a single idea from the human mind. It can start a groundswell, a flashpoint for a movement, and it can rewrite the future. But an idea is powerless if it stays inside of you. She quips, The only difference between an idea that's adopted and an idea that dies is the way it's communicated. Once you have an idea, you need to figure out with whom it will resonate with, and you have to know how to share it. So number three, how do you share it? Start with a compelling story. Humans began telling stories around the campfire about 400,000 years ago. Stories informed others about potential threats They educated them and ignited their imaginations. 
Stories do the same today. The most effective way to convey an idea is through a story. There's something captivating about a story structure. So when it's well-constructed, it can be ingested and recalled by the person receiving it. Duarte says, when a story is told, the heart quickens. When a presentation is told, the heart flatlines. A great story has an arc that starts with painting a picture of the audience's current world and then shifts between what could be and what is until a turning point when the unexpected happens, surprising the audience. You need to believe in your idea, know your audience, pull in its members with a compelling story so they're interested, and then be lucky enough to have a tastemaker. We'll talk about that in a little bit. If a tastemaker notices your idea and he shares it with a larger audience, then you're very fortunate. Through the audience's sharing, your idea could spread and become useful to the masses. That is, again, if you effectively tune in to what interests your audience. You can find great examples of people who do this amazingly well by listening to some of the most popular and famous TED Talks. Simon Sinek, Richard Branson, Amy Cuddy, Susan Cain, Dr. Susan David, Linda Hill, Daniel Pink, Adam Grant, they're all great examples of people who inspire others by using personal stories. Number four, find early adopters and innovators. In Seth Godin's book, The Purple Cow, he says you need to break people of their boredom by doing something remarkable. It's not enough to focus on the old marketing principles of the four Ps. As I recall from graduate school, they represent product, price, promotion, and place. Now, these are all important, but Godin says great marketers need to add another P. That stands for the purple cow, something different from what customers are accustomed to seeing. Give people a reason to make a remark about you or your product, Godin jokes. Purple cows are remarkable, at least for a while. Imagine you're driving along the highway and you see a purple cow and you might probably slow down and take a photograph and you might share it on Facebook and you certainly might talk about it with people after your trip. If you make stuff that's worth making a remark about, you're on the right path to getting an idea to spread. Remarkable means something is cool, neat, exceptional. So it's worth, again, making a remark about it. Maybe remember the first time you saw Hummer, your jaw dropped. How could somebody be driving that? Getting any idea to spread is akin to being in the fashion business. Things go in and out of fashion. Fashion spread because people talk about them. This is what marketers refer to as a business disruptor. It's something, again, that's different and remarkable. As Harvard Business School professor and disruption guru Clayton Christensen says, disruption displaces an existing market industry or technology, and produces something new and more efficient and worthwhile. It's simultaneously destructive and creative. So think of Apple and all of their amazing products, and YouTube, and TED Talks. Number five, find the sneezers who love to be the first to know things. Godin's research shows that the best groups to reach are surprisingly not the ones in the center of the bell curve, better known as the masses. Rather, it's the people who lie on the fringe. These types, you know, people often refer to them as nerds and geeks, but they're the ones who follow new trends, 
ideas, and technology, and really enjoy being known for being the first to know about those things. For those who want to spread their new idea, these are often the best people to focus your attention on. Known in the business world as early adapters of your product, these folks spread the news for you, if, that is, they find your idea unique and interesting. Find people who have an obsession related to your topic. I remember when Krispy Kreme came out. It's a great example of how marketers exploited an obsession. When it opened its doors in Wichita, Kansas at 3 in the morning, television stations broadcast all over the place. When you got there, you didn't just buy one. You bought two or three dozen. What do you do with two or three dozen Krispy Kremes? You spread them around. You do the advertising for the company and the product spreads. Number six, finally, co-market with someone bigger than you. Kevin Aloka, trends expert at YouTube, says videos go viral once they're picked up by what he calls tastemakers. This is how Justin Bieber became famous. Find a person who's a household name and attach that person to your product or organization. This will enable you to enhance the prestige of your brand and its visibility into a wider market. For example, cereal companies co-market with sports stars to expand their customer base. The psychology behind it is if I'm eating Wheaties and there's an Olympic athlete who's an incredibly the fastest runner in the world, well, perhaps then I'll become a faster runner. So we attach ourselves to that person and what they represent. Um, and that's also an inspiring way to get people to change brands. So think of that when you're trying to expand your brand and become more persuasive. Find someone who's bigger than you, bigger than your product, someone who's well-known and that is attached to something that people admire. So to summarize, how to get your ideas to spread, follow these six tips. Number one, create an idea virus by sharing an idea that's personal and that taps into your audience's underlying psychology. It often starts with something that went wrong in one's life or in someone you care about. But in other words, you have to make sure that you relate to the problem. The ideas attached to solving that problem perhaps will be beneficial for years to come. Once you identify that niche, make or do that thing. Number two, target your audience based on who will resonate with your idea. Number three, craft a story about what the world currently is and what it could be using your product or service. Number four, find early adapters and innovators. Break people of their boredom and do something remarkable, what Seth Godin calls the purple cow, something that's different, cool, and grabs your audience's attention because it's something that they find remarkable. Give them something to talk about. Become a business disruptor by displacing an existing market industry or technology and produce something more efficient and worthwhile. Think of Apple, YouTube, TED Talks. Number five, find the sneezers. Those are the people who love to be the first to know things. And then number six, find the tastemakers. That's a person who's a household name and attach that person to your product, service, or movement that you want to spread. I also refer to this as co-marketing. Many ideas are left on the shelf unless someone properly mobilizes them. If you tap into the interests of your audience, craft a compelling story, use tastemakers and sneezers to spread your idea to an influencer, you too could become the next sensation. No one needs to give you a green light to create a video, a product, or a business idea 
that goes viral. If you believe in your idea, just do it. Thanks for listening and good luck.